2: All right, welcome to the LA Soccer Hub Podcast. My name is Gio Garcia. We're here coming to you live from the Bank of California Stadium. We're with my man, Dweezy, from the FCFC Podcast.
1: What's up? Yeah, FCFC Season Pass Podcast. You guys know, I'm around, I write things, I talk about things. I just had Gio, we're swapping interviews here. I just had Gio hop on for my shotgun pod. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, what, 24 minutes in. It's a little bit of a strange game so far. Kind of flat, kind of boring, not a ton of really interesting stuff. Everyone looks a little tired. Everyone looks a little off. The players seem like they care, but things are a bit disjointed. I don't know, how do you feel?
2: Yeah, uh, trust me, I, I feel hot. It's like 93 degrees. I'm not running out on the field. I'm sweating. We're in, in the shade. Yeah, we're, we're in the shade we're here the shade, yeah. and we're sweating. Um, but yeah, first game back in six months. Tell me about your this experience so far. And what you think of this?
1: yeah man it's uh well i think we talked about it a second ago but like it's it was cool at first i think it's impressive the way that you know oh shoot, oh, shoot. there's oh, a goal Oh wow there's a goal there's a goal there's galaxy three, three galaxy players on the back Behi- looks like behind mark anthony k no. was the bat- last back defender any of those three no. could have scored I think
2: Zubak and the Zubak gets a, got the start again today, and he scored in the 25th minute to give Galaxy the 1-0 lead. Yeah, we, we don't even. I don't
1: know if we're gonna get replays, or we are gonna get replays. going to
2: see the replay. What did we, give us one second. Watch. We watch the replay.
1: You, we're, you're listening live as we yeah. watch a replay. Yeah, it looks like Marks on the back. He has got. He's got five guys.
2: You know what? You know, and unfortunately, that goal reminds me of the Orlando City goal. Doesn't it a little yeah, bit? Yeah,
1: yeah, it does. And they've been really vulnerable on set pieces. I know it was something that even LAFC.com pointed out. Uh, I forget what the numbers were, but since Walker Zimmerman left, you know, take that for what it is. Uh, they haven't been excellent at defending set pieces. And uh, we saw that again. Man, there, there could have been any, there could have been like three or four players who scored, that's how many people were free on the back post. Yeah,
2: so obviously Galaxy lead one there right now um apologize for the noise if it doesn't sound as good they they pumped in the 3252 noise right now so kind of a little bit of a deja vu from mls's back tournament uh galaxy take the 1-0
1: lead true 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 and um yeah to sort of go back to your question it was really cool those first 10 or 15 minutes being in here hearing the 3252 shout out to al rate the stadium operations over here at LAFC, who can kind of make the match day experience what we all know and appreciate. But as soon as we were about 15 in, it was just, it sort of got weird, you know, because we are really here alone. And I think, like you, Gio, I'm really grateful. I have a lot of gratitude for being here at all. We know so many people would want to be here, but I do want to tell those people who want to be here, it's not the here you think it is. No. It's, a, it's a little. I think we all love the game. We all love the sport. But it's a little strange. Uh, Just like watching MLS's back was a little strange. But the reality is this is the best we can do right now. And so we take it for what it is. um, Be grateful for what we got. And also be grateful that you're not 97 degrees standing out in the sun running around right now. And people are doing that for you.
2: No, exactly on that. And it's like, it is very weird. Like, I feel very grateful to be here. But at the same time, like, we're so used to seeing the stadium, like, 20,000 fans packed. And without the fans, you're like, okay, you kind of miss a little bit of the, you know, a
1: little bit of the energy, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, absolutely. And, I mean, there's something about this club in particular, LAFC, that's always been so community-driven and support-driven that maybe in another stadium, uh, in another city, or, you know, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know enough about the other clubs, even in MLS. It might not be that weird you know it might not be that weird to be in an empty stadium it might be kind of somewhat close to normal um but it's extremely different here it's yeah. it's very strange and um they're going for their first water break right now but uh but yeah again we're i think we're both grateful to be here but we're both well aware that this is not this is not the place we left in march no, you it's know
2: final question yeah you got the LAFC Sambas. Tell me about those because I know those sold out early this morning at 7 a.m. Tell me about how you got those and uh, everything because I know some people were, were were sad that they didn't get in.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, I think that Adidas and LAFC you know, we've got a great FCFC podcast episode. It's like two hours long if you guys want to go in the deep dive. I wrote something for LAFC.com about my personal connection with the Sambas so you guys can go and check that out too. Um, but yeah, it's a shoe I grew up with. It's a shoe I grew up wearing. I think it's extremely significant. Um, no disrespect to the uh, to the game today, even though it's the the L.A. Derby. Like, it's a bigger deal that this for for the culture and for the I would say almost like the history. Right now, this is a bigger the shoe coming out is a bigger deal. Like. What it means to have your own custom Samba when only Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, and Manchester United have ever had even a collaboration with Adidas. I I, I completely agree
2: with you on that. Yeah,
1: it's a really big big deal. And the thing is, uh, Adidas took a brave step in doing it. I think they didn't expect the reception. I believe there were 1,700 pairs available, and those sold out in seven minutes this morning. I tried to get a pair for my brother, uh, order a pair. But... um, You know, I I couldn't get them because they couldn't even select the sizes they sold out so quickly. So I think, you know, for those who don't have a pair, I'm sure that because of the success of these, they're going to make more. They're going to they're going to reintroduce. There might be a whole, you know, who knows, there might be a different spin on it or what have you. But I mean, they did such a phenomenal job, like retaining the classic parts of the shoe while adding LAFC touch. Honoring the tradition on the one hand And looking forward to what like a club like LAFC Can, can add to global football culture in the future I mean, the shoe's 70 years old uh, the, the sport is about 150 years old And, uh, you know, that's about halfway through So who knows, in 70 years from now You know, what kind of impact will LAFC have on the global game And, and it's just, it's exciting It's a, it's a, definitely a part of history But you'll get a chance to get yours, I'm sure uh, once, once they make more which they'll have to do they definitely will
2: and I, and I completely agree to, agree with that it's, just, it's such a cultural thing and you see as the high demand was for that show uh, let the people know where they can follow you
1: yeah it's uh, FCFC pod on all the socials it's uh, season pass LAFC season pass on all the socials I basically do a culture podcast and I do a sports one with Ryan Wallerson and Josh Gross two other reporters that Geo knows and um, shout-out to Josh Lee and uh, Josh Spice Lee and Sam Coe, Slim. They're my co-hosts for the uh, FCFC pod. And, yeah, man, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thank you
2: guys for listening. Make sure to uh, rate this podcast and follow FCFC if you already don't. Um, apologize once again for the audio. We're trying to do some live interviews while we're here. Please. All right, so we're back. I'm
0: here with Scott French. Who, who are you with now, Scott? Oh, I'm with all types of people. MLS Soccer, writing a little bit for Soccer America, and then we'll see who else pays me. Yeah,
2: <laughs> right. So uh, Scott French has been covering the MLS Soccer for a number of years. Since its start. Yeah, since the start. So here, we're back here at the Bank of California Stadium. Obviously, first came back in like six months. LA Galaxy are up 1-0. We've seen this story uh, once before. Uh, but before we get into that, tell me about this whole experience and what, what do you think about us being back here
0: and everything? Well, It's certainly odd and, and you've, you really have to kind of uh, figure it out and figure out what's the best way to work with it. Because there's a lot of things here that that don't work in the sense of how they normally do. So you're handicapped in some ways. You know, you just got to be real resilient and, and ready to go. But you know, for instance, the post game stuff with both teams doing zooms at the same time, you got to pick and choose things like that are difficult, but you know what they, they, I think they've done a good job of setting it up like this. I think they've been very careful, maybe overly. So I'd rather than be overly careful than the other, but I think you could get more media in here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. What, what do you think about the, the noise being pumped into the arena? I don't
0: like it. I don't like it when it's fake. And so for me, it's a lie. Yeah. Um, And the other part of it is, and one of the things I liked about ESPN's coverage of Orlando over Fox's was that they didn't pump in that noise. And you can hear what's going on on the field. And, of course, we've been to a lot of games where you can do that because we go to preseason games where there's nobody there. For for the young player at home watching, being able to hear some of what's going on, and not not just the cursing at the ref, but the... Mm -hmm. The people giving direction and how they're giving direction and how they're organizing and, and the kind of things the coaches are calling out. Those are so valuable to young players. And I feel like we, we, this is an opportunity for that that we've lost at the excuse of trying to create atmosphere. With all that noise, there's no atmosphere in the stadium. That noise does not create atmosphere. Yeah,
2: and I, I agree with you that the, the, the noise, I think I agree with you to an extent. The noise, because I, I, I get what they do it. The, the reason why they do it is because they're Ben California Stadium, and they want to make it like a, it's a home, home field advantage, right? That, that's the only reason why they're doing it, obviously. But us being here, it does sound a little weird. We're so used to hearing fans yell and stuff, and seeing an empty stadium with the noise pump is very weird.
0: And I wonder, how much of a home field advantage is it really? I mean, it's, it's just noise, mm-hmm. Um, there's not anything that goes with it that really gives you that home court advantage or home field advantage. So you've got two teams out there playing in noise, but that noise is indistinguishable in terms of who it roots for.
2: Mm-hmm. No, no, and I, and I and I completely agree with you. Like, do you, I guess they're trying to trying to do the best that they can. Well, do.
0: well I think we, what they want to do is try and create an atmosphere that's as close to the real atmosphere for the players. And I'm interested to hear what they think. In terms of, does that help at all? Mm. Um, I just don't see it helping in terms of atmosphere. I mean, we are in here. I mean, we've been in here. How many times have we been in this stadium? Not just for Galaxy, but for anyone they play. And the atmosphere in here is electric. Yeah. And there is it, that's just not here today. Not that we expected it. Yeah, yeah. But, but I thought there might be a little bit more with the noise. And I'm not finding any atmosphere at all. Yeah. And, I, and I see it in LAFC's play. Mm. LAFC has looked... It has not looked good this first half they don't look like they're going 100 and the galaxy look organized and i think that 6-2 loss in orlando it really is on their minds
2: yeah yeah and it definitely is uh just going into the game we've like i said we've seen this story stories a little bit of deja vu my question is can the la galaxy keep it up for another 45 minutes because that's been their achilles heel and on the other side we've seen terrible first house from lafc but we've also seen them be a second half team yeah. and they're a team of adjustments. And I think that's, what's going to come down to those 45 minutes. How do you see? I
0: think that's a really good point. And I think a lot of it, I think a lot comes down to we, Carlos Bela has not been in this game. He doesn't look sharp. Mm-hmm. How long has he been off? He didn't play in Orlando. I mean, it's difficult. You don't come right back and play at that yeah. level. And especially when this thing went out and everyone was more or less still in preseason mode. Um, other players look a little bit more in tune than Carlos does. And I think, Carlos being if Carlos was in tune for the second half and LAFC could come out with that they could do anything um I'm interested to see how the Galaxy do in the second half um they've had they've had some time off so fatigue should not be an issue but it is so hot out there Mm -hmm. that's going to sap both teams one thing I think that helps the Galaxy they're wearing white LAFC is wearing black black absorbs heat and sunlight um, white reflects it. I'd much rather be wearing white.
2: Yeah, yeah, same here. Us just being here in the meet. Obviously, we're not playing. I don't know about you, but I'm sweating up here and trying to go in and out. And yeah. I can only manage imagine just being out in
0: the field. Oh yeah, I, I mean it is it is hot. I mean in the in the suites here it's nice. We got some air conditioning. You go outside and it's just you know and, and part of it is because there there is no breeze. We don't we're not even getting a soft little breeze. I don't think we can get a little breeze in here. Oh, mm-hmm. it would be so much nicer. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, final thing: Who do you think is going to end up winning this game, and uh, what what do you think we'll see out of these next six games from LAFC and LA Galaxy?
0: Well, I, I, as far or as expect, who, yeah, as far as who wins this, I you know I think it's a toss up. I think this this game is always a little bit of a toss up. LAFC's had the better team lately, and that's one reason you pick them, and that's why I would have picked coming in after watching the first half. Galaxy looked. Galaxy are more energized than LAFC is, so it wouldn't surprise me if they won it. I, I suppose in the end it's probably going to end up 1-1, something like that. Um, for LAFC, um, I expect good things from them. I think they're the best team in this league. Um, I think we're going to see them over the next six games kind of build into that, because they've got the talent and they've got the bench to do so. The Galaxy are at a real interesting time. You know, They're bringing in a couple of guys, to, uh, one of whom we don't know when he's showing up, yeah. We're still waiting on Chicharito, and who knows how long that's going to be. I like Dupuy on the back line. I think that's a plus. I like that Corona is in there. I'd like to see Jonah be back to where he can get in there. And I think once they get Jonah in there, and this is nothing against Perry because I think Perry Kitchen does a really fine job out there, Jonah is the centerpiece of this team. Everything revolves around Jonah. Um, Once they can get out there and get the rhythm in midfield with him and then build that with the attack, Galaxy are capable of some things, but if they can't get that right, they're also capable of finishing last. So I think these next six games for the Galaxy are going to be real critical in terms of creating who they are for going on the rest of the season.
2: Yeah, and I completely agree with you, like that. I think these next six games, like you said, it's trying to see who they are and where they're going to go within these next six games because they don't have positive outcomes. then I think you may potentially start looking towards next season. But if you have a positive outcome within the next six games, you're bringing in Yanni Gonzalez. You potentially have Chicharito back, and then the you start your, your season starts to look a lot more alive than it was before.
0: Well, and you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. Exactly. Um, oh, we saw that in in Orlando. Uh, you know, who would have guessed Orlando City making the final? Uh, so, if you can get into the playoffs, you get hot at the right time. You can win a championship. So they're capable of that. But I do feel like the Galaxy are at least a year away.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Scott French, thank you once again. He's with MLS Soccer. He's been covering soccer since the start. Thank you for being with me. Oh, it's uh, always nice to talk with you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Cool. Do so I got to All right, we're here with Jamal Artis. He's with the Stoppage Time. We, we just wrapped up the LAFC versus LA Galaxy game. Um, first of all, how are how you doing?
3: Uh, I'm doing good. Everyone in my circle is healthy, and we're doing good. And, you know, it's, uh, it's nice to be here to cover uh, sports again.
2: Yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, crazy that we're back here after, like, what, six months, you know? Um, and also, another thing is crazy without the fans and just how they pumped in, in the noise. First of all, let me just ask you, what do you think about all of this? And then we'll get into the game.
3: It, it's a nice display. I think the supporters did a good job of displaying the uh, black and gold colors of LAFC, but it's very surreal. I mean, soccer is, is nothing without its supporters. And uh, especially for a rivalry game, not to have the actual fans be here is uh it's a little sad. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was a little sad to, um, to not be able to be here in that kind of atmosphere.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, Especially a game like this You know A rivalry game Because we're so used to, One I was like the first Like 15-20 minutes I'm like man I'm so excited I'm happy I'm ready to watch this game And then you're like Oh wow The game's about to start And then you're so used to seeing The fans are, are You know And it just For us Obviously we're not the ones Playing for us I felt like up here we kind of felt a little, at least for myself, I felt like mm, I'm watching the game, but I'm not as as hyped or as you know as I don't know like as especially for this type of game.
3: Yeah, the tension of you know the rivalry and the supporters, you didn't feel that atmosphere, especially what we're used to in covering these games uh, between these teams, uh, especially so early in the rivalry. So yeah, I felt the same way. It was it was surreal to come over here and and look out into an empty stadium, knowing that. It wasn't going to get packed. You weren't going to feel that uh, the back and forth between the fans uh, once the game started and even while the game was going on.
2: Yeah. And uh, let me ask you about the game. Surprising uh, victory for the LA Galaxy. I mean, by far, they were the better team, um, and they deserved to win. Um, What what were your thoughts on the game?
3: Uh, Historic, right? It's a historic win. LA Galaxy, first away win in this rivalry. Uh, Lafc still hasn't beaten them in the regular season. It's only been in the playoffs and the, oh, that's a great MLS. Point. That's, a, that's a great point. MLS back uh, is back tournament, and they didn't score a goal. That's the first time that neither team has scored a goal in the rivalry. So uh, they just took it to them. I thought they were more aggressive. Uh, they were more focused. They were sharper. I'm talking about LA Galaxy, and LAFC just had trouble connecting on the offensive side, and then they uh, the two mistakes in the back. Um, led to goals, and then of course the big story is you know Carlos Vela getting hurt. Yeah, yeah, fifteen minutes in.
2: That looks like it may be a lot more serious than we initially thought. I know Bob Bradley had mentioned potentially MCL that could put him out for you know it could be a month or it could be you know hopefully the rest of the, rest of the season for sure. And then you know he's only you know back returning back to this game. Um, but uh, but uh, let me let's just look at the, the Tifo and everything that we saw here. Um, what, what do you what do you think about that and the and the sign? Obviously, we're so used to seeing fans there, and now we just see an incredible tifo, but it's just no fans.
3: Right, it's you know you'd like to be able to see the supporters, uh, you know, supporting the team, being enthusiastic for the team, being loud. You know, the pumped in noise you could hear, it, but it, you could just look over and you could see the tifo, and you could just know it wasn't the uh, the real thing. So. I, like I said, I like what they tried to do to create the atmosphere to display the colors, but it, it's this game. This game, this rivalry, it's nothing without its fans.
2: Yeah, and uh, moving on from here, it looks like the Galaxy have new life. Yeah, if it doesn't look that way. <laughs> they got new life before. I mean, coming into this game, you know, I, I was like, you know, they, they get a tie, but I mean, they surprised us all. I think they definitely remember that six-two loss, and for them to come out here and shut out LAFC at the Bank of California, two-zero. I speaks volumes of them, and then just moving on to the, the remainder of the five games that they have in this phase one, they have a, a great shot to turn these things around, even without Chicharito or, you know, 60%, 70% Jonah Dos Santos.
3: Yeah, it looked like a real team effort. I mean, uh, they look like if they can continue to take it to teams the way they did to LFC, especially in this kind of weather, you would have thought it would have affected both teams the same mm. way. Um, but they looked like they're aggressors. They look like the stronger team. If they can ride this momentum then it might be a different team than what we saw when the when there was a restart in Orlando and then in the on the other side you know laFC possibly losing their captain long term West is still going to be out for a couple weeks Bob Bradley touched on that um, they're gonna have to find somebody to step up mm-hmm. uh, especially on offense um, because they're the, you know they're going to be missing two big pieces and it it might look a lot like it did in Orlando um, but they're still making the same mistakes
2: yeah yeah especially the, I mean you talk about mistakes. For them getting scored off of a, a set piece like you, we, it was just a replay to me, I was like I saw this against Orlando City, uh, off of a, a set piece, and then on top of that, I think that to me is like you know they're repeating the same mistakes. They're not necessarily learning from that. That really kind of hurts. And on top of that. You lose if you do lose Carlos Vela, and you're not going to have a Twesta, Things are going to start looking a lot de- difficult, especially if they're against the teams they got going on. They got to play the Sounders, the Timbers, San Jose looks really good. Um, potentially, do you start to look at you know the the transfer the transfer market for a potential forward if you're missing now potentially Vela and Dio's gone.
3: Um, you know, it depends on what the, if they decide that they want to look at it long term or if they have to just decide for the season. I mean, if you're looking for a long term, they do probably need somebody to replace uh, Dio. I don't know if they're going to develop that person in the long term, um, certainly not in the short term. Uh, and we don't know what how Brad uh, Wright Phillips is going to hold up now that he has to be a starter instead of being a force off the off the bench. So, uh, so the, in terms of the transfer market, it just depends on what uh, what philosophy they they're, they're going to be thinking about. Are they thinking long term, or the, yes, they do need a replacement for Dio, or are they thinking in the short term they got to win this season? Um, in case it has gone for a long time.
2: Yeah, and, it, and to me, it was, this was not the, the typical LAFC UC. Um, I don't know if it was the weather or if uh, it was just Galaxy just outperforming. It was probably both. But this is not the typical uh, team that you see uh, dominate teams and stuff. You know, I expected them to have a better second half. They put in, they put in uh, Bradley Wright fillers, But as soon as that second goal came in, things started to fall down. And then you saw Vela ended up going out. What did you What did you think of uh, Janela playing in, in, in place of the injured Artuista?
3: Oh, they, I think they were missing something in the middle. I, mm-hmm. I think Atuesta uh, is an engine, and he gets those guys going in the middle. And, uh, and he's able to link up with the forwards up front. And I think they were really missing that. Um, you know, we'll just have to see, like I said, somebody has to step up with these injuries. So Janela might have to be the person to step up um, unless they want to do uh, maybe have a situation where Bryce Duke gets to start something like that, mm-hmm. um, you know? And I think the guy who really needs to step up is Brian Rodriguez. We've been yeah. we've been waiting for yeah. him to do stuff. You know, he didn't score his first uh, goals with LASC until the uh, MLS's back tournament in Orlando. He's yet to score here at the Bank of California Stadium. And again, he looked disjointed. I know it was their first regular season game back with uh, Vela and and uh, and Rossi since uh, since back in March, but. Uh, they did not look like they were gelling at all. And so I think now that there's this opportunity with the injury to Vela, that he's he's really going to be one of those people who's going to need to step up because I think he and Rossi can be a dangerous pair like they were in Orlando.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I think Brian Rodriguez has had a couple opportunities and he hasn't really seized them. He may just be a player that you, you're you going to have to be more patient with um, because it, it kind of looks that way. Obviously, if Vela's out, he's going to have to fill in that role. A couple more players are going to have to fill in that role last question um, how do, how does it feel to finally be back and be at a live sport event
3: it's it's i keep using the word surreal cuz i can't i can't think of another word because it's 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 weird it's like you know the only only people allowed in this uh, magnificent stadium were us covering the te- the game and then the staff and the and then the teams and their support staff and it's like it it should just be it should it should be filled to the brim even though it was a hot day, um, it should be filled to the brim. We should be able to get the real noises, not the artificial noises. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really surreal. And, uh, you know, we, it, it, you're just going to have to move forward at some point and hope that uh, this isn't the new normal, at least not for a while.
2: Yeah. Jamal, let the people know where they can follow you.
3: Oh, uh, you can follow me at uh, uh, Kings Papa 1015 on Twitter. And, of course, you can follow The Stoppage Time on both Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, where we cover MLS, uh, US soccer, Mexico soccer, um, and uh, and especially LA soccer.
2: Cool, Jamal. Thank you. Thank you, Gio. Yep. All right. All right. So.